Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Welcome back to part two of the movie episode. Um, so the thing is, that's weird. So like the biology scene ends, like we cut to the same scene where he's trying to exchange classes, but he can't. Um, but then we get, uh, an unusual cut to people running and someone getting attacked. Yeah. Which is basically like setting up for like this whole dramatic thing of like, oh, like there's vampires in the town and they've been attacking this whole time, which is not what happens in the book at all. Yeah. Um, I forgot that that doesn't happen in the book. I know, it feels so natural in the movie, but then you're like, oh no, but in the book there's no sign. Like, the other vampires aren't even in town until the, like, couple, like, the day before the baseball scene. But in the movie they're like, oh no, like, this is a whole, like, you know, building plot because they've been here the whole time and that's who's doing all these attacks. Yeah, I mean, I think it... Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think it, like, makes more sense for Mm. the movie like Mm -hmm. because in the book i mean there's just so much more opportunity for it to be like explained like what the heck those vampires are doing in forks but in the movie it like is i think better build up um especially because like nothing happens in the Mm -hmm. twilight book before the vampires show up very so. true also, <laughs> yeah i feel like in a movie you'd be like what am i even like what's happening here yeah <laughs> like, there's just a lot of them staring at each other and then nothing happens the advantage <laughs> of the movie is that so in the book you're forced into this first person narrative that's very restricted because you can only get bella's point of view and that's something that's just established mm-hmm. out the entire book and that's you know it has its problems we've talked about pacing but that's ha- how it's established in the book and that's what we have to deal with. Whereas in the movie, you get this amazing opportunity to open the world a lot more and see more than just what Bella can see. Because even if it, yeah. Bella's, even if in the book it had been a third person narration, you could have seen more of that fight scene that we completely miss out on in the book. Because mm-hmm. even in a third person narration, you get a little bit of separation from the reader where you can sort of, or from the narr- from the the character of focus where you can see around them a little bit but with a first person narration it's really really hard so with Mm. the movie you do have this opportunity to lay out all these other plot things like this uh type of underlying killer plot line and then also you get to see the fight scene in full which i'm excited about (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so i do think that it was uh, a good opportunity that that they took i think it works i I appreciate that they did it and yeah. they d- it's interesting go ahead they it's interesting they did it with the like antagonist vampire characters and not more so with just the colons in general because i think that's kind of a missed opportunity like there's with the movie like they had so much more opportunity for character development of the other right. colons where we could have seen like scenes in their home or just outside of school in general um, yeah. where Bella isn't there, which I think in later movies, there's more of that. Uh, and there isn't, I guess it's not as fleshed out in the book to begin with, but yeah, it's true. 
I think it works for just, like, at least building up the fact that there is a plot and there's going to be, like, a plot. Like, there, it gives you the sense of building that I think you need in a movie like this. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, we jump ahead. Um, we're, we're back to biology. Um, <laughs> Bella. And this is like the awkward <laughs> microscope move. Bella wins a golden onion. Which is the most oh, high school science onion. class thing ever where it's like, we're going to have this competition. And for your prize, I'm going to give you the most like esteemed prize in the world this random onion that I spray painted gold that you can't eat anymore because the spray paint may be lethal. <laughs> it's like it might be toxic. So you can just have it for a couple of weeks until it starts rotting and then you have to throw it out and you can't even compost it because of the spray paint. But I love I love the continuity of it though because like he says it's a prize and then like we get their little banter where he like, you know, qu- ask her questions about herself and then when we cut to the next scene we see her carrying it after <laughs> and i'm like i love that they just have this little detail in it it's it's so cute yeah that exact bio lab though just seeing that scene gives me like trauma flashbacks to actually taking bio <laughs> in high school and having to figure out the phases of my dose it's I can't relate. I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a scientist. You love it. I'm like, yeah, I love that shit. It's easy. I can't relate, but in the way that I don't think I even took enough bio to do that lab. What? Well, I don't think we had yeah. it. Do you, I took freshman year. Did you not learn mitosis? I mean, we learned it, but I don't think we did a lab on it. I did fresh. I did lab. I did biology my freshman year no i guess you're right because you wouldn't do you don't you don't really do any microscope lab work to like senior level science yeah i was a freshman in high school i said that's a mitochondria and then i got they said b plus the powerhouse of the cell they said b plus and i said great (laughs) (laughs) and then i walked away and and never went back into that room yeah uh yeah so after that um suddenly like again with this movie of everything is just happening yep uh she's outside at her truck and she's looking across the parking lot at edward and i'm like oh shit we're already at the van scene and it happened so fast i didn't realize it was happening so fast this movie just went by like Mm -hmm. i know uh so yeah we see tyler just you know veering into the parking lot uh in his van and you know edward pulls her out of the way smashes his hand up against the van it crumples and then he just jumps out of the way like he just leaves her there he's like all right good talk i'm a piece i don't care um i I like the i really liked the shot after this i did like the whole sequence and then i really liked after you know edward's like bye and he gets up and walks away and then there's that sort of zoom out shot with all the people running in all the students are like and then you her, get yeah. that crossed with some shots of uh, the rest of the vampires being like, what the fuck did he just do? <laughs> this little yep. bitch. It was good. I'm going to fucking destroy him. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so Alice, yeah, so like, dramatically closes her umbrella. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, fuck, Edward. I need to close my umbrella now. <laughs> we got to go. Uh, it's so good. Uh, and then we cut to the hospital uh, and the entrance of the entrance him <laughs> daddy carl so daddy carl 
enters the space and all is well <laughs> honestly yeah like i, I don't well. even think i was like paying attention to what was happening in the scene i was just looking at his face valid i, I genuinely like i cannot they couldn't look away from his nose his nose particularly oh, i don't know what it is it's just the straight nose um robert pattinson also i don't know if it's the same but he has the same like vibe of, of nose <laughs> like that very straight same nose vibe. like flat nose, nose that you could see in a statue and i very mm. much appreciate that um 10 out of 10 very good <laughs> yeah i just remember like tyler's there on the next bed over being like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry bella and charlie closes like the curtain on him and he's like shut up charlie kid. needs and he to tells stop him to take his license away charlie is unnecessarily <laughs> um, mean to this kid which is just like okay stop being such a fucking cop like again he's also just like a dad who's angry at someone who could have killed his child even if it was accidental mm-hmm. like i get the protectiveness of that but it's also like stop like stop like asserting your authority over this kid by threatening to take away his license because mm-hmm. like we don't know if they uh, know each so, other like yeah what like, if it's just some I mean, random okay, kids i assume that charlie does know them because i get the impression that he just, he just that's knows true it's a small town is the police chief <laughs> and it's a small town um, and, like, if he doesn't know him specifically, like, he knows his parents, so he's like, oh, like, Tyler Crowley, I know who that is, because I know, you know, his mom or whatever. Right. Um, so, like, I guess I'm pretty sure that they, like, it's, they know. Yeah, they fair, know. fair, fair, fair. Uh, I so love Cam's reaction to that. Oh, my God. When, <laughs> no. when, Char- when, no, when Charlie was, like, saying that he was gonna take his license away, Cam was like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> I was like, who gave you the, the right? Absolutely, you bastard man! <laughs> like, absolutely not. You were so offended at like those smallest like one-off lines. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so Bella gets off the the hospital bed or whatever. She's like coming around the corner, and we see Rosalie is there with uh, Daddy Carl and Edward, and she's like, "You could have exposed all of us." What yes. were you thinking? And it's like, oh, like damn rosalie like we get the she like gets to over here like specifically like rosalie's animosity towards her and she's like you know expose them for what like what what are they talking about yeah i like i did like that this that bella gets to overhear a bit of this conversation and we all get some insight into it that's different from in the book um the gaslighting is real (laughs) but i do it's kind of it's really awkward it it would be awkward if you saw this in real life, but I think it's a, actually a pretty okay cinematic shot of them leaning against opposite corners talking to each other. Like, I don't yeah. think people could actually do that in real life, especially at, like, a 90-degree angle corner. Yeah. But it, it works really well for their sh- oh, yeah. for the movie, especially because they're at such, like, opposing opinions right now, and he's, like, completely denying mm-hmm. everything she's saying, and she's trying it's to... It's almost like they're at a crossroads exactly that's sort of what i'm oh getting God. at <laughs> at <Wow>. this corner <laughs> um it's even worse in the movie the gaslighting it's like so much clearer because it's verbalized now and you like see you can yeah. hear the intonation so much more and it's like that very mm-hmm. calm like i don't know what you're talking about you're wrong and like that's very stern voice that's like yeah i think you hit your head pretty Ooh. hard Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so then okay here's here's the thing so that whole van thing happens 
And Bella's supposed to be like, this is so weird. Like, I think he hates me. What's going on? But then it, like, goes to a scene where she's like, that was the first night I dreamt of Edward Okay, Cullen. hold on. And this is, I think, wonderful. Because in that scene, she wakes up from a dream. It looks steamy. I don't know. I'm not going to assume anything. <laughs> um, she wakes up and she, like, is it's dark. And she looks over and Edward's standing there in the dark. And it pans to him standing there in the dark. Then you, it pans back to Bella. Bella turns on her light. It pans back, and no one's there. And it's like, oh, he was, he was actually there. <laughs> like, this is not her imagining it. This is yeah, him this is genuinely, because like you're sort of, if you haven't read it, if you haven't read the book or you haven't you seen the movie before, you're meant to think that dream. like, oh, this is like her dreams bleeding into reality, or it's supposed to be like a symbolizing sort of her like what her dream was about and how he's been in her thoughts mm. and then when you like actually know that he's been watching her sleep you're like oh, he's he's there, he's there. <laughs> so like i had a mini freak out i don't know if you saw but i was just like mm-hmm. ah, yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> it's good i know yeah it's so easy to pass that off as like oh like because she was dreaming about him like he wasn't there but you're like no 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 he, he was, was straight there. up there like 100 percent, he was and there. he whooshed out <laughs> Yep, he whooshed. Uh, so then they go on a weird school trip <laughs> to like a yeah, and like compost. And they're like area. compost is cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what's happening? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> don't drink it. It's for the plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The compost and, tea. Uh, Mike needs to calm down because he's like questioning. Isn't this where he starts questioning about her talking to Cullen? He asked her out. He asked if she wanted to go to prom. And she said, actually, she couldn't because she's going to Jacksonville when it's happening. And I was like, oh, it's not Seattle. She's saying she's visiting her mom, which, I mean, also like a a valid excuse. Like, that's fine. Spider. Seattle date. Nope. Actually, just kidding. It's a very small house centipede. It's fine. Okay. Oh, God. Go on. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, it was like, oh, like, no Seattle, which means no Seattle date, which means no, like, there's no setup for, like, oh, like, how about I take you to, like, my favorite place instead? And, like, it leads into this whole, like, tumbling dominoes of, like, we don't get the real meadow date either. Right. So, why? Why did that even have to change anyways? It didn't need to. Yeah. And like it, and, um, and like also, instead of a girl's choice, it's exactly wrong. like they skip over a dance, which I kind of, I get to an extent because I see that it's, it's easier to condense two dances into one, but it's still just kind of, mm-hmm. it gets annoying and convoluted. Well, when we get that, also we don't get the line of boys all asking her right. out because like, there's like the brief moment where Eric says like, oh like so you know prom's coming up, but then he gets interrupted and we never see that finish. So Mike does ask her, and we don't get Tyler asking her. Which at is all. sad because Edward stopping with the car because it was so good, and also because the whole culmination of Tyler like showing up <laughs> to get her at prom, even though she's like clearly dating Edward. That's such a satisfying, uh, hilarious moment in the book, and it's just completely gone in the movie. It's like not even yeah. possible to happen because Tyler doesn't even ask her out. Hmm. And then it's, like, this weird moment of, like, when they're on the field trip, 
Edward is not gaslighting her anymore and he just goes oh so what's in Jacksonville and I'm like what you're talking again yeah and (laughs) I love this oh she goes you don't even say hi to me and he just goes hi Hi. (laughs) shut up (laughs) it's so it's so cheeky yeah he's like super moody in that scene and when they when they leave to get back into the buses and they like have their Mm. little argument about like not being friends he like dramatically bangs on the bus and is like our bus is full you're not coming with us <laughs> it's like, I'm okay. like okay edward would never say that i'm no. just having read midnight sun he's not gonna like willingly have her go in the other bus that's just yeah not. like he would be like she's gonna die while i'm not in that bus it's, that bus is gonna be mm-hmm. like driven off yeah, the road it's gonna because I'm not it's in it. It's going to fall off of a cliff yeah. and explode. Also, right before that, I think there is I think there is something that's kind of cute where he, like, they're talking and they're sort of, he's asking her questions. And he sort of starts to apologize and be like, I'm sorry, I know I've been acting weird. And he's, like, getting there. And then he gets interrupted. <laughs> and I'm no. so mad about it. He gets interrupted by, like, Mike and Jess or somebody like that. Um, oh yeah, Jessica comes to say that like Mike asked her to prom, right? Like, oh Which God, is cute. I thought he was gonna ask you, crazy. But it's just like frustrating because you see like yeah. Edward have this moment where he's trying to be like sincere and trying to explain himself and be like, I'm doing this all wrong. You can see this frustration where he's really angry at himself and he wants to apologize because mm-hmm. he's frustrated. And even that apology gets interrupted and not completed. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I'm frustrated for him. I'm like, oh, you were so close. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's mean uh, right after so, so whatever yeah then yeah because then he's like no there's no room in our bus Fuck our bus is full <laughs> uh so we're back at school again uh la push is happening it's la push baby la push, la push. shut up oh my god insufferable <laughs> fucking quote but i do like the cute little bandage on tyler's forehead mm-hmm i'll come if you stop saying that Little push, baby. And, yeah, it's and he's like, push. and they're like, stop calling, stop calling it that. And he's like, what? That's what it's called. <laughs> and it's like this, like offhand line as the scene's ending. And it's very funny. It's good comedic timing. I know, it's really great. Um, and she does talk to Edward again. We get the conversation about like radioactive spiders, whatever. She um, also reads him weird. so hard. She's like, you're doing She's this like... to keep people away from you. Why are you doing? And he's like. <laughs> uh and we get the weirdest thing that they try to do where she like she's making a salad but like she's laying everything out like in a really weird organized way she is yeah it just looks weird i can send you a screenshot (laughs) um and then she drops an apple edward bounces it off of his foot somehow and back up into his hands so he's holding it like the book cover like cupping it cupping the apple out and i'm just like that's a reach like this looked so unnatural like that apple was on a string it's (laughs) yeah and he just goes edible art yeah that's what he says (laughs) i hate it (laughs) trying to be like all seductive and it's like uh it's a salad salad (laughs) Oh my goodness. Weird moment, weird line, weird direction. All all weird. Uh, so yeah. Mm. So she invites him to La Push. He says no. We know why. Um La Push, it happens. She's there. The, I uh, I understand La Push a lot more seeing it visually. 
the wetsuits, mm, yeah. the surfing in the wetsuits. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> it feels so weird when you read it, but then when you get, see the visual, because there's no mention of like wetsuits and surfing in the book at all. But then in the movie, you're just like, oh, of course. Right, and like, then you come around a, a bonfire at the end. You have warm towels yeah. and a and a and some food and burgers and everything, and you make s'mores and it's yeah. fun like I, I get it way more now especially because like mm-hmm. like if you're on that coat like it kind of makes sense to have that be like a sort of like the surfing swimming wetsuit thing it mm-hmm. kind of seems like it would be a culture mm-hmm. I mean I don't know Lauren is it a culture <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah when I was I was at not La Push because when I was there two weeks ago the reservation was closed because of COVID so I you know I love that you were literally the- like there though that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> first-hand perspective but yeah the the quillutes are closing their reservation as they should because they're smarter than everyone else um mm, yeah and the so i was at a beach like right basically the beach over from it that's not on the reservation and there was people in wetsuits surfing uh and that was like july august so i can imagine how cold it would have been in like i don't know was this april or something like that that they were there yeah it must have been um but yeah. La Push La Push Beach is a really beautiful beach. So if we ever do our little uh, Forks camping trip, we'll have to do that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Looking forward to it, twenty twenty one. So yeah, Jacob shows up with his two friends. We get the terrible line of the Cullens don't. Come I know, here. and it. <laughs> and then Bella goes, "What does he mean by the Cullens don't come here?" And he says, "You caught that, did you?" Which is like, ex- <laughs> it's so funny because it is exactly how it was in the book in the mm-hmm. worst way because it's terribly it's like so obvious in the book and he's like what you caught that later and it's the exact same in this in the movie adapt in adaptation yeah. where she's it's so obvious because like in the scene it's like this guy says it out of nowhere from the side and like everyone just kind of it kind of like pans to him and it's quiet and like no one else says anything and the scene changes yeah. and she's like that was weird. And he's like, you noticed that? Weird. <laughs> it's like, what? We don't get Bella turning on the flirt. She just says, like, what does that mean? And he he does not say anything about, like, oh, like, it's kind of like a tribe secret. Like, I shouldn't really tell you. Like, he just goes, oh, like, yeah, that's our story. Like, you know how we are, like, descended from wolves? And he just goes into it. It's so funny because he goes, we're, just, like, the, we're supposed to be descended from wolves. And she's like, wolves? Like, like real wolves? Like what, what <laughs> other wolves? I don't know. Werewolves. I mean, I mean what do you even say to that anyways if someone tells you that they're descended from wolves? I don't like, even know what the appropriate cool, response bro. is. <laughs> Whatever. And I guess this uh, is more like this is more to do with Stephanie Meyer and her book writing, but like the whole thing about like using a real tribes history to write this novel and like work vampire lore into yep. it is just and especially because like the quillutes like in real life are like their history says that they are descended from really? wolves. like that part is yeah mm. that part is not stephanie meyer's edition i mean the vampire part is but the wolf story is real so it's like especially oh egregious i oh, think wow. that she just like borrows their story yeah, I didn't, didn't even know I did that. yeah, I didn't know it was actually the real thing. I cuz we talked about it and we talked about how it was just problematic to use some like the concept of something use being them. sacred to feed your like vampire werewolf story. 
mm-hmm. but the fact that it's from it's their actual it real is story literally. is just even worse oh my god mm-hmm. yeah especially because the wolves well i guess i won't continue <laughs> but you probably i'm sure you know that the wolves become a bigger part of the story so well i assume she assumes because by there was a point in the book where she went wait are there even werewolves am i gaslighting myself oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm just like it's fine everything guys are it's wolves? fine we'll get there they were, they were just not in this book it was so confusing i thought there would be at least one that we saw <laughs> for real i thought i'd see at least one wolf no. that wasn't in a dream it's fine <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we end that scene, like, she literally does not, like, react at all, just like in the book, where she's like, oh, cool story. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but she she does, like, uh, go and, like, Google, like, Quileute legends, and then in order to find, like, a way to read up further about it, which, like, good on you for, like, Googling something more specific than just the word vampire, <laughs> like, in the book. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh we yeah. Get this scene, Waylon gets attacked. Who's like, Waylon again? Who's that supposed to be? He was the guy that Fisher came and said he was Santa Claus. He said he was Santa okay. Claus. Okay, because I was like, who the diner. fuck is this guy? I don't care about. And then I didn't yeah, make the cam- Santa Claus guy. I don't know if you noticed this line, but when they're talking about uh, the butt crack Santa, yep. uh, and they're basically like making fun of him for it, he's like, what? kids love those little bottles and like the only explanation for that is like airplane shots essentially wait is there what? like he like holds up his fingers and like basically shows the size of what an airplane shot bottle is and says mm. what kids love those little bottles and i, I like i am um... what else what else would that be? Like, I don't... Em, have you I'm, noticed that? I'm still confused about it to this day. I watched that scene again, and I was like, what is he talking about? I don't know what an airplane shot is. <laughs> oh, it's just, like, literally this, like a single serving of alcohol that, like, airplanes carry oh. because it's, you'd like, it's what oh, you put in your drink yes. if you order a drink on a plane. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, but, yeah. That is confusing. Like, okay, so now we have an alcoholic uh, butt crack Santa who's giving airplane shots to the little children. It's, it's a great I think it's image. okay that he died. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he, he might have been a pedophile. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, it remains, it will remain in the dark for us because in the he movie dead. universe, he's dead. In the book universe, he <laughs> doesn't true. exist. So. I guess we'll never know. Um... <laughs> So yeah, we get that. We get Waylon kicking the bucket. Um, well, you know, getting murdered. <laughs> yep. yep. And we fir- we get our first uh, views of Victoria, and I think then James and then Laurent. And. Yep. yep. <laughs> and James is shirtless, and he says, "Nice jacket." Um, and later we see he's wearing that jacket. Oh, really? I didn't notice yeah. that. He's yikes. And he's wearing this Kiss Me I'm Irish shirt. And then later we see Victoria <laughs> is wearing a Kiss Me I'm Irish shirt. They're just getting their clothes from their victims. Yeah. Are they like, very yeah. careful about their clothes? They like don't rip up that part of it. 
Because you'd think know. they'd like just, they just dig kind of in. take whatever they want. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, how do they not get blood all over his shirt and jacket? Exactly. Um, and also, like, tear yeah, it up a little bit, question. maybe? Yeah, like, did they strip him first and then <laughs> trick his blood? Who knows? Yeah, maybe oh, they just so hit him sad. with a big hammer. <laughs> uh, so, now we finally get our trip to Port Angeles, where uh, Bella says she'll go along with Angela and Jessica while they pick out their prom yeah, dresses. Yeah, this is different from the book because she asks to go with them, whereas I think Jess and Angela invite her mm-hmm. in the book, <clears throat> but she says yeah. she wants to go with them, which is nice. Because she wants to go to the bookstore. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Port Angeles happens. Uh, the dresses, very, very 2000s. Yeah, ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> Jessica is wearing white gloves with silver sequin, like, um, bands at the top of them and they look terrible. I hate them. Her dress is cute uh, though. Yeah. Her boot her boobs. I'm just look glad great. she lost the gloves. Yeah. <laughs> I like Angela's dress. Yeah, me too. I don't like the cross top thing. I think that's very two thousands, which like I wasn't having prom at that time, so like mm. I was like eh. weren't you like a child. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was pooping my pants. So like <laughs> um so I, I, I was never really around when that style was big, so I don't really like it. But um it's not it's not that's terrible, fair. I'd say. It just looks like, oh, that's not in fact. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm like, oh, I mm, you wouldn't like you if you saw that now I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like eh. <laughs> Uh, so then some creepy dudes, like, bang on the window and make catcalling, and it's like, oh god, this is disgusting. But then it leads into, like, oh, like, these are the same guys that then later, like, go after Bella. Um, so, like, I guess it's kind of, like, a a good, like, tying in thing? What's the word? It pieces it all together. It's not foreshadowing, but, like, yeah, it pieces it together. Well, yeah, it's uh, good that it wasn't just, like, a random cat call that had, like, no other purpose. Not that, obviously, Bella's attack is not a great purpose, but it wasn't, like, cat calling for the sake of cat calling in the movie. It's like, hey, you know right. what this like is missing? Been... Some sexual harassment. Like, some verbal. Yeah, because I think it, it would have looked, looked worse if they, like, had done, like, the cat calling thing, and then later on, it's like, some other people are also attacking her. It's like, no, like, these are the same, like, creepy guys that are wandering around the city being creeps. Yeah. So, I, I guess it works. Um, I think it works. Uh, so, she goes and gets her book from the bookstore, realizes she's lost. Um, this is when she gets surrounded by the guys. And this is, like, and... scarier than the book. Mm-hmm. Because they don't really mm-hmm. quite... In the book, they don't really get up close to her. Because... They don't. They're, s- they're calling at her from, like, a Right, bit of a and distance. she's preparing to use, like, her self-defense stuff she knows... Because she's not quite close mm-hmm. enough for them to start using it yet. And that's when the Volvo comes in and Edward grabs her. But, like, in this, like, they are touching her hair They're and, like, her. Mm-hmm. who knows where else. So she does kick one of she them, She does. Too. It's wonderful. It's good. I like that, too, because we see, and, I mean, at the end of the book, Bella talks about how she's, like, always being saved. And she doesn't want to mm-hmm. be always saved. So it's, it's good that in the movie we do see her, like, fighting for herself. Um Mm-hmm. even though like even if it yes maybe it would be hopeless in the end she's not completely helpless like she's able to get a good kick in um before edward comes 
But like, okay, so then he comes and it's this shitty Volvo and I hate it. It's not cool and it spins in with all this action music style and like the camera goes crazy and he's like screeching in with his tires to a halt and I'm like, you can't make this car look cool just because you're trying to. I'm like, this is my, like, this is someone at my college's first car that they... Mm -hmm are like using to the very end and it belonged to someone before them like this is not a nice car this is not a sports car i want to see that convertible (laughs) that rosalie has i think it's so funny how much you guys hate this car it's ugly (laughs) i'm like very neutral but like you can't do a big like car coming in cool scene with um with a dumb car (laughs) Yeah, it just looks <laughs> stupid. I wouldn't care if it wasn't like supposed it. to be like special. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, someone? Someone said while we were watching it, like, might as well just throw him in a minivan. Which <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> Edward Cullen in the mom van? Yes. <laughs> and he like, you know how like the mom always has everything in the back. He's like, okay, I've got all this medical equipment for Bella in case she hurts herself. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all these human foods. I like these snacks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I have snacks. They're called goldfish. I've never heard of them, but I think kids like them. <laughs> you're 17. You're a kid. Perfect. <laughs> There's some juice boxes in case her blood sugar gets low. <laughs> <laughs> we brought we brought uh, baseball so yeah, then... bats and little oh my God. hats and balls <laughs> to play. America's favorite pastime. <laughs> That just reminded me of something stupid. Um, just this is this. Mm, I don't even. Mm, what this should not this should not be in the co- recording because has nothing to do with this. But like you talked about, like you know, baseball bats and shit, and like in Twilight, there's a mention of like Emmett carrying this like big bulky bag when they're all like preparing for like this fight against James and like to run away and shit. And we find out in Midnight Sun that Stephanie called them, it's a bag full of sports toys. What? What? It's not a bag yeah. of, like, killing equipment? Sports anyway, toys? That's all I'm going to say on that. Sports, sports toys. toys. Like, not, sports, not, not, not like sports equipment toys. Nun, nunchucks and, no. like, mace. <laughs> <laughs> she specifically used the phrase sports toys, and I'm mad but, about Yeah, that it. makes it so childish. Uh, okay, anyway. I don't get it. Anyway, Sorry. The, the dumb um, so, Volvo comes in. It's not intimidating. But. No, not at all. He does a weird thing where he gets out of the car and, like, stares them down, and they're supposed to get scared, and I'm like, nothing's happening. No here. one is going to be afraid of this twink. Are you kidding me? No. Un- He's wearing a freaking gray, like, peacoat jacket. Like, like I, once he's. If he started he, fighting them, I could see it. Like, if he started beating some people mm-hmm. up, then I could see them getting scared. But, like,. These guys would not be immediately intimidated by him, like, growling at them like a furry. Like, uh, no. No. (laughs) Why did he even have to get out of the car? In the book, he doesn't get out. He just opens the door and says, get in, and then they leave. That would have been fine. He could have done the cool spin-out trick that doesn't look good because it's a bad car (laughs) and be done with it. Uh, So they get to the famous uh, La La Bella Italia restaurant. That yes. the, we have the Twitter thread that I shared with uh, you guys uh, that people would actually go there um, because of Twilight and it's just a mess. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't read that thread yet, but it sounds terrifying. Oh my god, <laughs> horrible! 
so they go there. They go to eat. And, like, Edward's basically already let it slip that he knows that he can read minds. Because he's like, you didn't hear what those sickos were thinking. And she's like, wait, you did? <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I read minds. <laughs> and there's this wonderful thing where he's going around being like, they're all pretty normal. And he's, like, going, like, that guy wants money. That person wants sex. Money. Sex. And then he points at this random, like, bartender. And he's like... <laughs> cat and the, you it zooms on in this in on this random guy and he just goes ah, thinking about his cat yeah and like it's never mentioned again and that is <laughs> yeah he does like this amazing shoulder shrug like almost i feel like he's making eye contact with edward mm-hmm. he's like yeah <laughs> it's such a mood too i'm like yeah i if I were any character in this movie, I would be this random guy that you see for Forget two seconds cats. thinking about cats and sighing wistfully. And then I'm never seen yeah, again. Same. <laughs> uh, so they have their dinner. Bella orders the mushroom ravioli. Edward orders nothing. Blah. Nothing else happens. Because mm. the um, dates don't eat. Yeah, the dates don't <laughs> eat. <laughs> this is literally how people acted going to this restaurant. I cannot... Um, and so they they drive back home. Edward going at of course the canonical 180 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, and there's like, you know, police cars all gathered at the station, and that's when we find out that um, the cops know like Wayland died, and that's Charlie's friend. He's all like, "Man, my friend is dead." And then he gives Bella pepper spray because they're saying like it's been animal attacks that's killing these people, and. She refuses it at first. She's like, mm, no, I don't really want that. And it's like, you just got attacked. Like, you literally just got attacked. Also, in the book, she... I mean, she doesn't have it with her because I think she's just forgetful or she's dumb or whatever. She hadn't unpacked but it. She, she said that it was still in her duffel bag. Yeah, because I guess she didn't think she needed it in forks. But, like, when she was in Phoenix and she was, like, in any sort of situation mm-hmm. where she might have been a danger, it seems like she w- carried, carried pepper it. spray. So I just don't know mm-hmm. why she doesn't use it when her father's like, this is a dangerous time. Use the pepper spray. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So then we get like montage of like Bella researching vampires again. God, I have so many uh, notes still. On the we need to speed this up. <laughs> yeah. Um, she goes <laughs> on the computer and then the next day, weird standoff where she just stares at edward and then starts walking away and he just like apparently knows to follow her and they go off into the woods for her to confront him about being a vampire and he says say it out loud she goes (laughs) (laughs) you're just like okay (laughs) it is it is so are you afraid and she's like (laughs) it's so um okay but we do need to take this is when everything is happening yeah everything happens and we the reason okay so everything happens all at once here and it doesn't even start with them going into the woods because just before this we have this like zoom where she's figuring it out and she's doing all this research and we also have it cut in with these shots of robert pattinson looking smoking laying over like bella in this like beautiful like velvet room like a gothic like fantasy yes and he's shirtless i think or at least his shirt's unbuttoned and he like draws her blood and then he has blood on his face but he's all like disheveled and it's like sexy and it's like whoa okay 
so yeah. much is, and like so much happens just in that moment and it's also like it's flashing between bella and her research and these cuts and this scene so it's all already overwhelming and then you get a second yeah. pause where they go into the woods and then everything happens again and all of this we just talked about starts so like so much is going on <laughs> and i'm i know, i'm horny. Then, <laughs> I know. <laughs> i'm not hoarding at this oh my scene, god though. this bug is literally trying to crawl up my pants Oh my god! I thought she said frog. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's frog. I don't even know what this bug is, but it's like coming at me hard. Fight it. Sorry, like, we can continue. <laughs> Are you done killing the bug? No, it's not dead. Uh, oh well. Okay. Uh, can we can we keep going? <laughs> yeah. Let's yes. Go. Uh, okay. Um, so everything happens at once. I hate this because she confronts him, calls him a vampire. And then suddenly she's on his back. They're running. Uh, he's like, you need to see me in the sunlight now. And then he just steps into the sunlight and it's bad sparkling. And I'm like, why is everything happening? And then she's like, oh, you're beautiful. And then he's like, as if you could outrun me and does that whole thing. And I'm like, it's too much. It's too much. Slow down. It's so overwhelming too, because he's like, you can't like, you can't like me because I'm a monster. I'll prove it. And then he goes and he's like, yeah. look, and it's just that he sparkles. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, that didn't prove shit. Yeah. You're just shiny. I don't know. Because <laughs> in the book, it's all like prefaced by her being curious, like, oh, why can't you go out in the day? He's like, uh, I'll show you sometime. Like, you know, it's easier to explain that way. And then he plans out a cute date and he's like, okay, like, I'll, sh- I'll show you now. And that's it. Like, it's not like, you need to see what, you- what I look like because I'm a monster. He's just like, oh, yeah, you're, you're curious. I'll show you sometime when it's yeah, sunny cause out. Yeah, because clear- clearly it. that's more like a, he's just kind of embarrassed about it. Whereas, yeah. like, there's other stuff that he thinks he's that makes him a monster. But, like, the sparkling thing definitely isn't something that he's like, I'm a monster. But, like, for some reason in the movie, <laughs> they just didn't have a convenient way, I guess, to have him show that. To- to show the sparkly they could have it was in the book and it was i know fine. but i guess they like yeah there was so much build up to that date and then it just wasn't in the movie i like, know it, was, it wasn't a date how many chapters did they talk about their like so-called oh, yeah. seattle date oh my god too many like <laughs> at least two or like it must have been at least four chapters that it was like okay like now it's wednesday and now it's thursday and now it's friday and i'm like oh my god yeah um, too much too many but yeah there's there's no build-up and then all of a sudden everything is happening all at once and he's running around throwing roots and stuff and suddenly he's doing the two finger press against the wall as he leans in close i to know it, yeah he's like there's it's way too delicate like can he please commit and just like smack his palm on that mossy rock please because it just it's that wonderful trope of like where you know the guy like you know looms over like the girl that he's in love with and like pushes like both palms on either side of her head and like gets really close in her personal space except he's just touching with his fingertips so it looks too dainty i know yeah um (laughs) and they don't kiss and they don't kiss and for Um, some reason he's in a tree for half the time like this weird it's so funny he's in this weird crouching position like a branch that's just like at her eye level and like they have this weird Mm -hmm. she's on the ground and he's up in a tree and they're sort of talking that way and then she gets up into the tree with him and it's like we're together now but then he like gets off the tree and it's like (laughs) he like backs up he's like whoa get out of my tree (laughs) this is my space (laughs) this is my tree is my property um and she's like, yeah, I so trust then, you. And he's like, don't. 
<laughs> God, some of these lines are so bad. And it does end with them, like, in the meadow, doing their weird, awkward position where they're, like, lying down and, like, staring at each other, but, like, not touching <laughs> and, like, not looking like they're even comfortable <clears throat> in any way. Uh, and... I don't know. I just don't like it. Um, is this... I don't even have... I was starting to get quite drunk at this point. I don't I don't have notes, oh. but I think it later leads to them in Bella's bedroom. Yeah, so uh, the one thing I want to say about the meadow is that there's no sunlight in the meadow scene, which mm-hmm. I think, like, ruins that shot. There's because like you want to see them... There's a brief moment where it comes out right at the end and shines on his yeah, face. it's like, whatever. Mm, fine. <laughs> yeah. It defeats the whole purpose of the meadow scene, which was like, oh, they're sitting in the sun all day. Yeah. So, okay. So the next thing I took notes on is that they, yeah, they have the scene with them at school where he picks her up and then he's wearing these sunglasses. And he's <gasps> the got sunglasses. this, like, adorable so smile smirking. on his face oh, and his God. hair is all puffed up. And, and, and the music picks up perfectly. Yes. And it's like this one glorious <sighs> moment of them being in a relationship. And I need to turn to Lauren, our expert Edward Simp. <laughs> Please tell me your thoughts. <laughs> it, it, it just... Okay, first of all, the music is, like, on point for this. I love mm-hmm. the song that plays as they, like, get out and, like, dramatically walk through the school. And you just know that, like, Edward is so happy and, like, so proud that he's with, like, finally be, like, able to show that he's actually with Bella. And it, like, everyone in the school is looking at them. And it, like, reminds me of, like, in the Half-Blood Prince after Harry and Ginny get together. (gasps) the the, The whole school is just like, oh, my God, Harry Potter is dating his best friend's sister what is going on and then twilight it's oh my god edward is dating the new girl and he it, he's so hot in it i just i can't i can't either. i want i i really want to be her in this scene yeah it's so good the sunglasses really 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 do it yeah. for me with this i would absolutely be anyone in this scene including the ground that robert is stepping on um <laughs> Not to be dramatic. You are simping so but I'm, hard. I'm, a, I'm just a tad bit of a simp. <laughs> yeah. But he says, well, if I'm going to hell oh, anyway. And it's so like, hot. It. Oh, my God. And he's just like, I'm going uh, to hell anyway. I'm a vampire. <laughs> it's like, And then cool. he like puts his arm around her and he's like, may as well enjoy it. <laughs> Bad boy Edward is everything. Mm. And also, throughout the movie, I just want to point out that like there's little parts where you can tell his English accent <laughs> yeah. is coming yes. through and like it just makes his voice so much sexier for him mm-hmm. to be trying to like tone down the British accent like not quite not quite getting there but yeah ugh. it should be ugh. illegal like he already has everything and he's also got a British accent like I don't know about you but like I, I love I love the Brit I love the British accent yeah, yeah. <sighs> it should be illegal he has too much he yeah. is too much. Yep. Um, so we like get more kind of just like scenes of them like talking to each other and shit, oh, yeah. and like talking about like vampire right. lore and like oh Alice sees the future. Edward slab squatting. <laughs> and then we get uh, the scene with the complication. <laughs> that is not a complication. <laughs> Literally. And the thing that we yeah. noticed here is that Billy is driving the car. 
which mm-hmm. is interesting because Billy is in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. And someone did point out that, like, yes, there can be modified cars. And, like, but then why would Jacob have to come with him if he can drive himself in the car and then, like, use the wheelchair himself? Because he also pushes mm-hmm. the wheelchair himself sometimes, like, often. Because, like, when he goes and chases yeah. Charlie earlier... They have their little yeah, fight. he's he's totally like you know he's an expert on this wheelchair like he can use it just fine, so I'm just confused because like also because the first thing I saw I was like wait a minute, wait hold on you can't drive he shouldn't be able to drive it because also the whole in the book the whole thing is that Jacob is his driver and that's like the whole reason why Jacob yeah. gets dragged around to all these things and has these awkward like confrontations with Bella and he's just like I don't want to be here but I have to drive him because like someone has to do it and also like he'll help pay for my like car stuff (laughs) whatever I don't know Mm -hmm. um another weird sorry no you go for it I'm done (laughs) just a weird other driving note that I made this is like flying way back to the beginning of the movie but uh, when Jacob is, like, showing Bella how to drive the car, oh. and he's like, you just have to double pump the clutch. And she goes, uh, that's this one? And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty, okay, I don't know how to drive uh, <laughs> stick a manual car, but I'm pretty sure you need to be able to identify which one is the clutch. Uh, in order to drive it. In order to, yeah. And... Bella just, like, is able to pick it up really quickly, except for the part where she's like, okay, which one is the clutch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah, you... It, it just... It makes no sense. Yeah, because, like, either... Because most people these days, like, if you're not, for example, like, a farmer, because I think all farm equipment is, like, stick shift, but um, most people these days have to specifically learn manual, like, outside of, like, normal driving, because almost all cars are automatic these days, except for, like, you know, some sports cars and, like, some older cars. So, like, either she already knows and that's why she's perfectly comfortable or she doesn't know and she should not just be able to be like, yep, now I'm fine driving it now. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. not in- it's not intuitive if you haven't exactly. been taught. So it's a weird it's a weird one-off, like, throwaway line, but, like, it's weird. It doesn't fit. Yeah. So... I was, like, literally... Go for it. I was just going to say, I was literally in the car with my friend as she was learning to drive a stick shift. And she, like, started basically crying, having a meltdown because she was so stressed <laughs> trying to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, if Bella didn't know how to drive the stick shift, she, there's no way she's this casual about stick it. Stick shifts look mm-hmm. so hard. I can't drive it. I, it's, it is really stressful. I'm not going to attempt to learn. And the annoying thing is that, like, it's the kind of thing where only practice makes perfect. But, like... It's, it's really, really practice, scary so, like, to do it, especially on, like, big ro- roads. Um, mm-hmm. It's terrifying because you can, like, stall out and have to restart yeah. the car in, like, at, like, yep. a stoplight while everyone's honking at you to go. And it's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> um, so that's why I haven't <laughs> learned stick either because um, mm-hmm. fuck that. Also, yeah. Same. It's, like, yeah. Also, getting I'm less and less important to know. So... Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we like to talk a lot. So you'll have to catch the final part of the Twilight movie on the next one.
Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten. Unbitten.